don't like the attention. I really don't. It makes me uncomfortable. This is the Adam Smasher Show. What? What? Uncensored with your host. I might punch someone in the face. Unemployment line regular, Adam Smasher. Oh, yeah, I can figure that out. I don't need directions. A vinyl draft media property. All right. So I am going to, uh, before I get to this really just very touching piece of fan mail I got through our website after last week's show, first show back in a while, I'm going through a divorce and I talked about it a lot and got some positive feedback and this is, uh, man, it just touch, it touches my heart that my fans are so, you guys are so supportive. No, I'm not setting anything up. I, what are you talking about? Seriously. Hold on, but I want to... I saw this and I said, I have to mention it because uh, apparently that I'm not the only one. Millennials, the divorce rate is, you know, spiking up. If you didn't know, relationships are hard. Of course they are. Millennials seem to be having it the worst. The divorce rate is rising. I want to play this clip from Jim Jeffries. He's a funny comedian. He's got uh, his own show, The Jim Jeffries Show. And he has a theory on why millennials are failing. Of course it's dropping. We're just finally being honest with ourselves that it's not normal. You meet a couple that's been married for 50 years and no one says, yeah, that checks out, that's par for the course. It's always, oh my God, how did you do it? What's your secret? And you always get the same response. She says, well, it's all about compromise. And then the guy chuckles and says, yeah, yeah, she's always right. And then he, he, he looks down the floor and a small portion of him dies. <laughs> well, people say, well, marriage is hard work. I don't want to come home from work and have even more work. I don't even want to go to work for work. Man, he has some good points there. Think about that, and I never even thought about it, that when you, when you do see someone who has been married a long time, that's the first, your first response isn't like, yeah, that's, that's uh, I would expect that. It's always like, oh my God, really? And the guy always, you know, plays the dumb dude role. Oh, she's always, I just listen to what she says. Please, doesn't work like that. Mine, uh, we gave up on ours uh, after 13 years, and we tried the counseling and all that stuff. Uh, it just wasn't working out, and I got a lot of positive responses on, on social media and contacting me through the, uh, the website, which you can, A-T-O-M, AdamSmasherShow.com. You can also hit me up at VinylDraftRadio.com. I think that's where I got this one, and uh, thank you, by the way, for sending this in because uh, it, it means a lot that I do have a lot of support, even from people, even if I don't know you, it still makes me feel better. Something for you fags, I got the big D for you, you fag LGBT misfit. Guess what the big D means? It's my dick, you dumb fucks. Because everybody hurts. Big Dick Billy at AOL.com. Sometimes. And that is an honest to God, his, uh, his email. Uh, thanks, Big big Dick Willie. Is that because it is big, or is that like an ironic thing? Like it's, you know, like a big guy or, or you know, called Tiny. I'm just wondering. Hey, thanks again for uh, all the support. I, that was... 
That was about the best support that I that I got. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! By law on the new eHarmony.com, the most kick-standing website on the planet. You'll be crushing hearts and crushing skulls when you set up your ultimate kick profile on eHarmony.com. Don't die alone. Find true love now on the new kick-eHarmony.com. I forgot I got a rant today about the fucking school pickup line. You douchebags. There are going to be a lot of accidents now that school's back in, and here's why. I passed up this middle school letting out um, yesterday, and I was on my way to pick up my kids, and it was just backed up. Why? Because of assholes, and if it's you, you know who I'm talking about. You're a dick. Oh, that's why you're getting douche of the week. Because you have parents who don't want to wait in the school pickup line. I don't like waiting in the school pickup line any more than you do. But I do it because that's the rules. You know? But you don't abide by the rules. So you have parents that will drive a little bit past the school, and then they'll pull over uh, you know, on the side of the road and wait for their kids to walk out to the car. And that, what does that cause? Causes all kinds of backup and, and, and congestion and traffic and you're assholes. Respect the school pickup and drop-off line. Don't be that dick who parks on the side of the street. When I went for my kid's orientation or whatever, meet the teacher last week, they talked about that. They said, please do not park on this road. It, you know, it just makes everything worse. But you still have people who would do that because they don't think the rules apply. Because they're special. They're privileged. I'm not going to do this. I don't have to. I'm in a hurry. I don't want to wait in line. Guess what? asshole. We're all in a hurry. None of us want to wait that long in line, but we all do it. And you just make things worse. All right. You make things worse. You're the worst kind of human being. Maybe not the worst kind. I mean, someone who abuses, uh, you know, children or animals, obviously they're the bottom of the barrel, but you're up there. Okay. You know, you're a terrible person. So I guess what I'm saying is fuck you. That's it. Okay. You are Douche of the Week. Douche of the Week. Hey, I also read this. I guess it should be a two-way tie for Douche of the Week because uh, I've given PETA Douche of the Week many times. And this I read and thought, wow, this is what we're living in. Animal crackers. You guys know the the you know red box with the circus animals in the cage on the box, Barnums or whatever. Well, now they're going cage-free. You hear cage-free eggs a lot, which I realized, oh, I never even thought about it. It's like, oh, the chickens aren't caged. Well, chickens should be in cages because they're filthy, disgusting. Lay me some eggs and shut up. Get your porky friend over there to fatten up so I have some bacon with my eggs, with my caged eggs. I'm going to go to the grocery store from now on. I'm sorry. These are caged-free. Do you guys have any caged eggs? I like my chickens in captivity. Well, people, uh, this is another product of PETA. I'm sure they're, they're proud of themselves. So they got in touch with Nabisco a few years ago, and they said they should change their box and release the animals. Because on the box, they're in cages. They're in the circus. And Nabisco agreed, like the pussies they are. So they unveiled their new animal cracker boxes 
that show a zebra, elephant, lion, giraffe, and gorilla roaming free in a field. That's right. They're organic. I like my gorillas organic. I like my chickens, you know, caged free, and I, I want my gorillas, you know, organic, frolicking in a field, just frolicking. Wouldn't that be great, though, if the gorilla just picked up the zebra and just, like, ripped them in half and ate them? No? Okay. That's sick and dark and twisted, Adam. Stop referring to yourself in third person. Anyway, Barnum's Animal Crackers have been on sale for 115 years. Oh, PETA is proud of themselves. That's going to be, like, one of their big accomplishments. The animals on the boxes have been in cages that entire time. Until now. Now they frolic free in a meadow. Where gorillas and zebras frolic in harmony. Duh. Jesus. My name is Adam and I hate 2018. Are you looking for that perfect gift for that perfect someone with organ failure? Then look no further. At 1-800-ORGANS, we don't only give you the gift of life with vital organs, we wrap them up and put pretty bows on them. Doctor, this one has glitter on it, and the card reads, you ate my soul, might as well have my kidney. Call 1-800-ORGANS today and receive free two-day shipping on kidneys, hearts, livers, eyeballs, lungs, and more. Good afternoon, ma'am. Delivery from 1-800-ORGANS. Hey, honey, your new penis is here. Don't just say you love them. Show them you love them with an organ from 1-800-ORGANS. And you can tell your buddies you're always inside of her and have a good laugh. 1-800-ORGANS, not responsible for damaged organs in transit. Keep organs refrigerated before use. Not responsible for liver, kidney, heart, or lung failure. Penises sold separately. This is funny. Have you ever been to a wedding uh, and 60-something percent of people admit to going to weddings to the couple and they immediately think, even though they, you know, they think the, the couple won't last, they're doomed, but they go to the wedding anyway. So if you've ever been to a wedding and, and you know, as you watched, you thought, oh my God, they're doomed, you are in the majority. I also thought that, uh, but it was at my wedding. I was, yeah. Sorry you're such a loser, but just for playing, you'll receive a lifetime supply of hemorrhoid ointment. It's sad, but that's true. So that makes it okay. Also, in a related, since I'm bitter on marriage nowadays, sexually fantasizing about your partner could help motivate you to engage in relationship promoting activities according to researchers look the sex life gets stale that's a inevitable in any marriage but you have to work at it and you know you know so they say fantasizing about your partner could help again i did fantasize about my my wife ex-wife but i always in my fantasy she was always leaving the room um anyway and leaving me and and whoever else was in there to our our business But, hey, marriage is great. You guys go ahead. It lasts forever. Madonna, I'm not a fan. I never have been a fan of Madonna. People always give me crap for that. But she was criticized for her tribute to Aretha Franklin at the VMAs. Aretha Louise Franklin changed the course of my life. She led me to where I am today. And I know she influenced so many people in this house tonight in this room tonight. And I want to thank you, Aretha, for empowering all of us. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay, I mean... (laughs) Long live the Queen. I I don't... 
I don't really get it. Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Because that didn't seem that bad. I mean, Madonna does make it about her, but maybe you guys are being a little too sensitive. Anyway, uh, she got on Instagram yesterday because that's where every 60-year-old woman who pretends to be 30 should be. She defended herself, and she said, I was asked to present video of the year. Then they asked me to share my anecdotes I had in my career connected to Aretha Franklin. I shared a part of my journey and thanked Aretha, uh, Aretha for inspiring me along the way. I didn't intend to do a tribute to her. That would be impossible. I could never do her justice in this context or environment. So uh, do we have... Okay. Madonna is uh, joining us from, uh, from Los Angeles on the phone because I have connections. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, Madonna. Seriously. Why do people back off? You know, I've been roiding up a whole lot. And I can kick your ass. I've been on this proteinless diet. Yeah, I get all my energy from just grazing in a field like a wild animal. I haven't showered in weeks either. I smell like a water buffalo. <laughs> and for some reason, I do that a lot. I think it's all the extra hormones. Disturbing. Oh, God. Is it me, or is it just really extra hot this summer? Seriously. Seriously. I get all uncomfortable down there, constantly adjusting my penis. Oh, I gotta go. Um, Madonna. There you go. Oh, and Nicki Minaj won, too, and I should mention her ass accepted her award then scared everyone if you missed it uh, with its speech baby got ballet and now a message from Nicki Minaj's butt I will crush you I'm gonna pop block and drop it all over little way I'm gonna get all cutesy when I shake everybody else be like no spandex can contain me baby got this Nicki Minaj butt message brought to you by Industrial Strength Spanx. Now with Kevlar. Never injure your butt again in a drive-by. New Spanx with Kevlar. The Adam Smasher Show. Oh, my God. Did you guys see Tara Reid did an interview? Poor Tara Reid. She is on, uh, she is looking very uh, rough these days. Like she just did too many drugs or had too much plastic surgery or both. I don't know. And I feel bad for her because, but you know, she she owns it and she's like, I look good. And she always posts pictures on Instagram. And, and of course, she's just inviting all the trolls to say mean things about her. But Okay, so she did an interview to promote the new Sharknado movie. Oh my God, there's a new, there's another one, really? And she uh, sounded a little rough during the interview. Listen to this. This one, you guys, honestly, is beyond. Uh, it's it's my favorite one. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. It's so bad that it's good, and it's just. I mean, we've already, like, gone out of space. I already had a baby instead of a shark. I mean, yeah. we, we've done everything. Like. So you thought, like, how can we top this one off? And they're like, I got it. Let's time travel. Yes. And then all of a sudden, we're going to time travel. One day, we're with George Washington. The next day, we're with dinosaurs. I'm with a pterodactyl. I name it Tara. I mean, the movie, is just, it, it, does, it takes every step to the next level. Because we did know it's the, the last one. And it, it really makes sense from the first one. It, it really does it. And then she threw up on the host. I just vomited everywhere. It was gross. Dumb. 
dumb, 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 dumb. Man, am I a dumb idiot. You know, again, you should never underestimate the stupidity of people. There was a woman in Austin down the road, and she was walking home from a bar. She wanted to prove to her friends she could run in heels. I don't know why, but she uh, broke into a sprint in heels, full-on sprint, ran into an intersection, and got nailed by an SUV. I know. She ended up needing surgery to stop a brain bleed. Yeah, you wanted to prove you could run in heels, ended up with a brain bleed. Hey, so ladies, maybe, you know, you shouldn't try to, one, you shouldn't try to sprint in heels anyway. Two, you shouldn't try to sprint in heels in, in traffic. That's also, also a bad idea. So a guy in uh, New York broke into a restaurant. Get this. He broke in, stripped naked, robbed the cash register, then got dressed and left. Cops are trying to track him down. Look, some people like to go to the bathroom, go number two. And you go in there, you take all your clothes off and sit down and do your business. I, I do. I don't like getting my clothes all bunched up and wrinkled. Some people like to poop naked. Others like to rob people naked. All right? I mean, I'm not going to be caught outside on the sidewalk naked, but I will strip down in here. Odd. There is a 21-year-old woman in Utah. Get this. She recently canceled her wedding last minute when uh, she dumped her fiancé after she found out he watches porn. Ladies. What planet are you on? And I know ladies, women like this, who think their guys don't. You're, you're on a dream world, faraway planet or whatever. That guy doesn't exist, okay? Hey, at least I'm just looking at it. And, and look, being married for 13 years, I become a porn aficionado, okay? If that's the right word. I don't even know. But if you think you, you are just, that's sad. And I feel bad for the guy, but not really because, guys, a little piece of advice from, from Adam. And look, you know, again, I feel that I've lived through a lot of relationships, now marriage, going through divorce. I've learned a lot. I have. And you should write this down. Words, and this is on their wedding day, words never to come out of your mouth on your wedding day. Porn should be at the top of the list. Because there's nothing romantic and fairy tale about porn. Even if it's, you know, she's in a dress and, you know, oh, she wants to hook up with one of the groomsmen before she gets married. We've all seen that porn, right? I mean, I'm sure it exists. Yeah, porn. All right? Probably shouldn't say that on your wedding day. In fact, you know what? For your wedding day, just keep your mouth shut. Don't, don't say anything unless asked a question by your wife. Good luck. You're going to need it. Finally, a guy was at a national park. This is stupid. And he was in Alaska. He went into a river to take a selfie near some bears. That's right. Not, not bear. Bears, plural. So he was like wading in the water. And lucky for him that they didn't, you know, maul him to death. But he also is going to be facing charges for going into a restricted area. And, you know, I am going to, to go ahead and say anywhere where there are multiple bears, you don't even have to have a restricted sign. It's pretty much implied, hey, you should probably get the fuck out of here because there are bears. Not one, we have a pack of bears. And it's not fun to get mauled to death. 
and it really isn't. I haven't been, been mauled to death, but I'm sure it's no fun. So you might want to stay, uh, stay away from that, okay? Good talk, good talk. And again, while no one was, you know, was mauled by angry bears, uh, Justin Bieber will now be mauled by angry monkeys. Enjoy. Are you tired of the same old lame birthday parties for your kid? Then give them something they'll never forget. It's Bear Ball Pit Rental for Kids. Our ball pit isn't just any ordinary ball pit. It's packed with balls and a seven-foot hungry grizzly bear. Your kids will be the talk of the school with this cool party idea. Available at a low introductory price. Call now and you get the Bear Ball Pit, plus Bear Mace and a Bullwhip for just $59.99. Your kids will scream in terror on a birthday they won't soon forget. So hope it's not their last one and get your Bear Ball Pit today. Bear Ball Pit comes complete with salmon scent formula just for the kids to make your Bear Ball Pit more enjoyable. Everything has to, you live with your smartphone. Everything has to be accessible through a smartphone or it doesn't exist in 2018. It's true and I'm fine with it. Anyway, the Vinyl Draft radio app coming soon. I saw the average smartphone screen. How is this possible? The average, you hear this a lot, but the average smartphone screen is more than three times dirtier than a toilet seat, according to research. Are you, can you guys stop wiping your ass with your smartphone? Because I'm just sure that, that your phone should not be in between your butt cheeks. I don't know what you guys are doing with your phone, but it's gross. The Adam Smasher Show. I'm Adam. This segment is called... I mean, I don't mean to judge, but... It's a good name, isn't it? Like the music. Sometimes you get into the situation where, look, you shouldn't judge. And really, I do my best not to. It's your life. You live it how you would like. You know, it's not my business. Then stuff like this becomes, uh, you know, you read about stuff like this and you're like, okay, all right. Well, I think God will let me slide on this one. I'm going to have to judge just for a minute. You may have heard of this woman, a spiritual guidance counselor. She goes by the name Amethyst realm. First of all, I hate you because your name is Amethyst Realm. She was on ITV to talk about her long-term relationship with a ghost. That's right. Six months ago, she was a single woman whose lifestyle was quickly interrupted by a ghost she met in Australia. Quotes, I refer to him, uh, I refer to it as him because that's easier. He's very ancient, wise, kind, I would say he has been on the planet a long time. She talked about her first time with the ghost. It's difficult to explain in terms of normal earthbound relationships. It's a bit deeper than that. We don't have a need for conversation. Well, good thing because he's a ghost and you can't talk to him. She also revealed that her ghost lover, oh yeah, lover, followed her home uh, from Australia and on the way home, they joined the Mile High Club. Yeah. There's so much I want to know about this. Like, so much I want to talk to her. 
She even went to share that uh, she considers him the one and plans to start a family. Okay. Well, I mean, think about that for a second. Let it, let it marinate a little bit. Of course, they asked her how she would carry a ghost baby. And she says, quote, this is her reasoning. I've been looking into phantom pregnancies, and I believe that a phantom pregnancy is actual a real pregnancy, but you have a phantom inside you rather than a human baby. The reason we don't ever manage to carry these to full term is that people don't understand. Oh, we, oh, okay, we don't understand. All right, well, thanks for clearing it up. Look, again, I don't mean to judge, but she says, I'm hoping through understanding what, what's going on with my body, I'll be able to carry it to term. Okay, now, obviously, Amethyst Realm is batshit crazy or something's going on, but I don't know who's worse. I'm going to be honest. Amethyst Realm or an exosexual, I guess is the name. They had an article published in like an actual academic magazine, and it's basically uh, a professor who has a theory, ecosexual. Here's what it's about. A person that finds nature sensual and sexy. A new sexual identity. Person who takes the earth as their lover. I did read that story a while back. You guys maybe not remember, but a guy uh, stuck his pecker in a a golf hole. Yeah, on a golf course. He was, you know, high or drunk or whatever. Does that count as taking the earth as your lover? Hmm. Think about it. Professor Lauren Whitworth of St. Mary's College of Maryland. She says... While some environmentalists encourage the use of environmentally friendly sex products, such as fair trade condoms, chemical-free lubricants, ecosexuals take it a step further by encouraging sex with nature itself. Now, who would do this and what? There's so many things in nature. How do you decide what to have sex with? I mean, think about that. Think about all the things in Mother Nature. Do you... You know, go try to hump a bush. I mean, the it has to be like a the leaves and stuff have to be kind of soft, right? It can't be like a prickly bush because that would hurt. Yeah, I just said prickly bush. So many, so many choices. Again, I don't even know. But she includes a description of one subject she studied. The individual explained their first encounter, sexual encounter, with a redwood tree. In Yosemite National Park. Well, man, if you are going to have sex with something in nature, ladies, a redwood doesn't get any bigger than that. Have you seen the size of that trunk? It's huge. So this woman describes her first encounter with a redwood tree. Uh, quote, I love the scent of the trunk. Yeah. That trunk scent. I mean, it's really like vanilla mixed with soil. I think that's how Burberry makes one of their colognes. Anyway, I have a strong memory of coming across a redwood that had fallen over from a storm. I walked around off the trail and peeked at it, uh, its freshly exposed roots. Ah, took a peek at its roots, then it was on. So soft, so sensuous, so sexy, I had to touch them. So, again, I don't want to make everything about me, but again, you know I've been in a marriage uh, for 13 years, and my roots are very, very much in need of some touching. That sounds creepy and weird, and I'm going to just go ahead and ask you to pretend like I didn't even say it. I always take it too far. So, if you're having sex with a tree or a hole in the ground, 
I'm just going to go ahead and say something really fucked up must have happened to you as a child. I don't know what, but you maybe want to get some therapy and talk it out. All right. People just don't grow around fucking trees. I'm just saying. So there you go. That's uh, the segment we call. I don't mean to judge, but again, I need to work on a more catchy name. Create everlasting memories of your grandmother with a grandmodeman from Everlasting Memories. This one-of-a-kind ottoman is made from fine cherry wood, the world's finest fabrics, and of course, your grandma. Here, why don't you put your feet up on grandma? Get comfortable. She would have wanted it that way. Don't recycle grandma to Mother Earth. Recycle her to your living, family, or sunroom as the all-new grandmodeman from Everlasting Memories. Grandma always had the ugliest furniture. Now she is the furniture. Hey, honey, have you seen Cooper's elbow? Call 1-800-REUSE-GRAN and order yours today. Graham Modiman from Everlasting Memories. All right, so this is really sad. I read that the last, they asked people, couples in relationships, what's the last thing you look at before you go to bed? Is it your spouse or is it your phone? And almost everybody said their phone. Again, it's cutting into sex, sexy time and... I look at this now, I always knew in my relationship that she paid attention to her phone more than I do, but she will also say, this is, whenever I told my ex about her phone, like, ah, you're on your phone. What? You do it too. Everybody does it. Every, well, if everybody jumps off a bridge or, you know, tries to fuck a redwood tree, are you going to do it? No, it doesn't make it right. I just wanted to reference again the uh, sex with uh, the redwood. But now that I'm out of the relationship, I I look at it like I'm looking at it in a whole new light. Like, man, that is messed up. And so I'm glad I'm grateful that I learned a lot of stuff that I don't have to repeat like mistakes. I don't have to repeat in whatever relationship may come in my future. You know, sassy redhead or a redwood reference number two. So, this is sad. Nearly uh, 75% of those surveyed bring their phone into bed with them, which is where a lot of the trouble begins. The average couple brings their phone to bed uh, four times a week. People spend 40 minutes on their phone in bed with their partner, just ignoring them, just not even looking. Nah, psh, I'm on Instagram. Ah, women love the Instagram, don't they? He's watching porn. All right, fine, go ahead. 93% sleep with their phone within arm's reach. 10% 10% sleep with it under the pillow like a gun? What are you going to do? Somebody robs you, get out your phone, shine your flashlight in their face. And over a third said their partner's phone usually impacts their sex life. I would say yes, that definitely, definitely impacts your, your sex life. Whether you want to admit it or not, I'm just saying. More than half say it's affecting quality time. And, you know, that's just like you should start, maybe start off with like no phones at dinner and then kind of graduate to no phones during bed. You really need help, people, because you're sick, all right? You're sick. And I can look at my phone all I want before bed now because I'm sleeping alone. So who am I kidding? I was sleeping alone the last five years of my marriage. So nothing's really changed for me. I'm on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder. There's no other 
friend of mine, I, I talked with this person, um, a friend of a friend, and they were going through a divorce and they talked about how, you know, they, they love life now and they, oh yeah. And, and they brought up dating apps. Uh, one of them's like Bumble is, is one of them now. I guess it's like Tinder, but not as sleazy. I guess. I don't know how you really describe it, but you know, so since dating is probably going to be in my future, I kind of wanted to see what it was all about. Right. So I'm like looking at at these like dating apps and stuff. And did you guys know that? And you probably do. These are horrible because they're so judgy and they make you feel bad. Okay. Not only. So you put out a profile. All right. You put out a profile and then most of them will tell you when people look at or like your profile, you know, and if they like it, I guess that means, hey, you know cool or maybe i could stand like having a conversation with you without wanting to you know murder you i don't know but if no one <laughs> looks at or likes your profile oh man it could make you feel shitty it could really fuck with your head i mean think about it wouldn't you be better off like just not knowing cuz then you could lie to yourself and say all the chicks are checking out my profile but it's almost like i started to think about how this is almost like my friend and I were talking. We were like, yeah, man, what is all this shit? Like when we met our wives, you know, we met them the old fashioned way, you know, out somewhere in a bar or wherever. Wet T-shirt contest. All right. Thong contest. Whatever. She was pregnant at the time. But, you know, now you have to meet people with these apps. And it's the same thing as, you know, like I said, you know, you can see who is or who's not looking at your profile or not like and it even says like people will view your profile and then they won't like it or leave a comment or so so you know they just look at it and go and they <laughs> swipe it to the left or up or wherever you swipe it but it's almost like when you go out like if you were out in a bar right and it's almost like you're sitting there talking with your buddy and the dj comes on he's like uh yeah hey uh Adam, you currently have zero women in this bar who like you, who want to get with you. Again, Adam, you have zero interests from women in this bar. You're a loser. I mean, that's what it's like. It must be, right? I'm not doing that. No way. I don't want any part of it. I'll just meet women the old-fashioned way. You know? chloroform them put them in my van (laughs) just i'm just kidding again dark sense of humor i apologize so let me bring you a behind the scenes a few hours earlier i was in my office cackling laughing at uh, some of the just most inappropriate fantasy football names uh fantasy football team names ever and i've got the best ones and uh, i want to pay tribute to these people because look i appreciate an inappropriate joke or or inappropriate anything more than anyone i don't play fantasy football i'll watch nfl during nfl season i don't get into it like my friends do as far as you know i like sitting down watching the game you might have barbecue some friends some beer whatever it's cool but I don't get into fantasy football, again, because I don't have any time. I barely have time to work, take care of my, you know, share custody of my kids, pay bills, and shower, okay? I barely have time to shower. 
sleep? I don't know what sleep is. How do you have time to put into so much uh, fantasy, like sports that don't actually happen? And again, guys who are play fantasy football, listen, I'm not saying, look, play it if you want. I'm not judging you. I have all my friends play fantasy football. But you can never, ever, 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 ever tease like the nerds for playing fantasy games, like, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons. That was really big when I was a kid. And the nerds always got shit for that. All right. This is basically Dungeons and Dragons for, for jocks. Okay. It's fantasy. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. He's going to pay more attention to his fantasy football team this season than, uh, you know, than your fantasy zone. Yeah. I just did a waving motion near my crotch. Yeah, it's your fantasy zone. You're in the zone. Oh, you're not into that. Okay, my bad. I I agree. I'm not into it either. I mean, why would you? Sorry. So here I would like to pay tribute to one thing I do love about fantasy football are the creative names that come up. And some of them are clever. Some are just plain inappropriate. And those are the ones I laugh at the most. So again... If you're easily offended, well, you shouldn't be listening to this show anyway. Here are this year's most inappropriate fantasy football team names. Des Nuts. I can see your bush. Jamal, my bowls in your butt crack. Mark's Dirty Sanchez. How I Lucked Your Mother. Steeler Virginity. I get it. Lacerated Spleens. Multiple Scorgasms. Off in a Tube Sock. (laughs) Jerry's Glory Hole. Shob on My Knob. Ha Ha Hillary Loves Clinton Dix. Kissing Cousins, Reverse Cowgirls, The Tittsburgh Feelers, Jay Cutler's Vagina, Golden Taint, The Washington Foreskins, Tom Brady's Softballs, The Purple Helmets. Seriously. I'm glad you guys put some thought into those names. You've got a lot, you got big shoes to fill for next season. Since we're doing inappropriate, ladies, I got, this is obviously going to be adult talk, which is most of this show, but I didn't really even realize this. You know, when you talk about like ladies, there are different types of boobs out there. You guys know, right? You got your damn, you got your, you know, pear-shaped, I guess, or, or not pear-shaped, um, teardrop, you know, a little curve at the end. You know, you got your, the ones that look like just two big basketballs, just, you know, were just cut open the skin and just shoved a basketball in there. Anyway, apparently, I honestly didn't know this, there are six penis types. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to describe them in detail next, right? Because why not? That's why. No, I'm not gay, even though my friends will tell me I'm gay for doing this. I don't care. I'm comfortable enough in my sexuality to talk about a guy's hammer penis. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's one of them. Six. There's probably more, but here are the main six. I, I don't know what the source was on this, but does it really matter? Some magazine somewhere. But I wish a group of girls would just let me go out with them one night just to observe how they talk to each other. What, is there anyone out there that would do that for me? And, and look, I don't even have to be in the conversation. I just want to observe, all right? But you have to do it as you normally would. Don't hold back just because I'm there. Because I have a theory. My friend Scotty and I talk about this all the time. Women are dirtier than men, as dirty or dirtier than men, all right? We just do a terrible job of hiding it. We don't, you know, we're like, because we're dumb buffoons. But women, you know, when you get together with your girlfriends, you talk dirty. You talk about stuff, graphic stuff. So there are six penis types. I will explain them to you now. Number one, the banana-shaped penis, curving slightly upwards as, well, I hope my mom's not listening to this. If she did, she, she tuned out long ago, definitely when I said the word penis. It curves slightly upwards. Uh, it's longer than average. Those with a banana penis also have a natural advantage because you have a better chance, uh, women, of experiencing the G-spot orgasm with a banana penis. Mm. Sounds like a dream, ladies, right? You're like, done in like 30 seconds. Then he was drafting his fantasy football teams. So number two on the list is the hammer penis with the body of a hammer. Yeah, it's long and thin with a, uh, it gets bigger at the end. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was a mushroom, but no, the mushroom, that's the third kind. It looks like a miniature hammer that is shorter and girthier. Girthier. Oh, girthier. Girthier. Cucumber. Guys with a cucumber-shaped penis tend to be on the larger side of things. Guys, ask your black friend to uh, to show you. I don't know. If there are any black guys listening right now, they just gave each other a high five. Uh, pencil. Oh, you do not want to be the pencil guy. Just straight up and down. Unlike the hammer or mushroom, the pencil... Uh, maintains oh okay maybe not it's not it's not doesn't refer to how you know thin it is it's uh, it maintains its girth almost from like from end to end it's just you know straight like a like a pencil you know how a pencil is the same shape at the at the front and at the uh, at the top and the bottom and uh this is weird the c-shaped penis okay it's, you know, they say like the banana, it has a curve. If your penis is shaped like a C, I'm going to go ahead and say if it curves that much, you need to get to a doctor ASAP. It's like Captain Hook's hand. You guys ever wonder what Captain Hook did when, when he couldn't use his good hand and a girl wanted, you know, he's trying to feel, like he just forgot and he started to feel up a girl with his hook. <laughs> Again, dark sense of humor. I got to stop. So dark. Uh, there you go. You're welcome, ladies. All right, so, look, relationships are hard, okay? And many couples find your sex drives are mismatched over time, right? There are some women who just continue to have that sex drive, and, you know, I hate those guys with those kind of women because, you know, they don't ever have to worry about it. But I think for a lot of women, it, you know, it tends to diminish, and the guy's still like, hey, hello! Because we don't have to be, not suggesting that all women have to be in love to have sex. Obviously you don't. And I don't think you should be ashamed of that either. Sex is sex. I always got really uh, annoyed with the, with the slut shaming and stuff. If a woman is, you know, she likes sex and she just let her be. Good for her. Scratch that itch. That was weird. 
So most of the time you hear married guys and we always make jokes about, you know, not getting any anymore because it's not a joke. It's true. All right. Most for most people. Well, they have a new service and now you can basically for twenty nine dollars, you can trick or persuade your wife to have sex with you. You are sent a link you give to your wife or whatever. So what you do is you send it via email or text to their, you know, they call it Target. That's your wife. And you know where the bullseye is, right? Yeah, No, you don't. We never do. We, we can't find the bullseye. That's a myth. Anyway, and it looks like any other hyperlink to an article, joke, or video. Once she clicks on the link, a small piece of code is dropped on and then through browser cookies, she will be fed a slow drip of content chosen especially for her with the express motive of encouraging her to initiate sex. So like subliminally, right, you, you basically trick her into, into having sex, which is interesting. The mind's very powerful. Have sex with your husband. So, you know, again, subliminal messages will be, you know, sex, whatever you want sex fed to her. And uh, you need sex. Then you'll get lucky. You do not have a headache. I say, one, if you have to trick your wife into having sex with you. You want to rip his clothes off. What are you doing in the relationship? I ask myself that all the time. Like, how? why did it take me so long? And let him watch football when it's over. I mean, that's just, it's miserable. Sex. Because, again, sex is a very important part of a marriage or any relationship, really. You want sex. If you're, you know, physically attracted, and it kills me because I'm still very much physically attracted to my ex-wife. He's dying. Can't you see that? I mean, damn. I have to, like, just not be around her. You have the sex drive of a 21-year-old. You know? Because she is zero interested in me. Offer him a beer afterwards. At all. In fact, I wonder if she ever was. You will have sex. And I honestly mean that. I'm going to talk about that next week in therapy. No, I'm not joking. Anyway. So, guys, it's not worth being miserable. Sex, sex, sex. It's hard for guys to end it, but if you're in a, a bad relationship... All night sex. Just stop. You're wasting your time. You know? You're still young. Get out there. There are still women who would kill to be... In the back of your stabbing wagon. No window van. You know. Anyway. All right. Well, I think I've educated you guys enough. I want to thank you for uh, listening. Hey, don't forget to check out our country station, Vinyl Draft Country. We just launched that on Monday. If you like country music, we're in Texas uh, here, but I know country music's popular all around the world, and since we are on the internet, we can be broadcast around the world. So wherever you're listening from, Vinyl Draft Country Dot com. Remember, draft is spelled like the traditional um, draft beer was spelled D R A U G H T, not drought. That's D R O U. I mean, do people not know how to spell anymore? Vinyl Draft Country. Dot com, and our app is coming soon. We're super excited about that. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, A T O M Smasher Show. And, uh, you know, give me a right swipe on Tinder. I'm kidding. I'm not on Tinder. I'm not. I swear I'm not on Tinder. Should I be on Tinder? I don't know. We'll see you guys next time. Today is brought to you by Wednesday. Don't forget, tomorrow's Take Your Kids to Work Day. Unless you're a pole dancer. The Adam Smasher Show. You're killing me. I can't take one more selfie. You're killing me, my manhood's in jeopardy.
Instagram. You have so many on your Instagram. They're all of the same post, goddamn. I counted 83. How many do you need? You spend so much time Snapchatting and Snapchatting some more. Mostly to your friend Stacy, who kinda looks like a whore. Please, God, make it stop. Can't take it anymore. I filter and I crop. My thumbs are really sore. Narcissistic, narcissistic. My girl, she's so narcissistic. I don't get it, I don't get it. Every picture, real tough critic. So just kill me now, 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 just kill me. Put the gun to my head, put the big one to my head, and pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger, shoot me dead. Cause I can't fucking take this anymore. Seriously, I want to break up. And I'm unfollowing you. And unfriending you. For real. So just deal with it. And don't be a crazy stalker. <laughs>